What's up, Trash Pandas? Welcome to In Addition, where we try our best to find the treasure in the trash with your hosts, Tony P, Mike, Steph, and Swan. Slide us into your weekly podcast feed, or we'll wind down your Wednesday nights at twitch.tv slash NADDpod. Hey, what's going on, Trash Pandas? Thank you for joining us for In Addition Podcast. Uh, if you're watching live, hey, thank you for tuning in live. If you're not watching live, you can catch us every Wednesday night at 8 on twitch.tv slash NADDpod. Nailed it, Tony. So much confidence. Yeah, so you know. strong. So strong. <laughs> Fake wow. it till you make it. Uh, and so it's actually been, I think, some awesome conversations tonight. And, and this was not intended, but it kind of flows into... I think what we've been talking about. So yeah, a lot topic, of similar themes tonight, it, it, but different enough, like different yeah, enough, yeah. but it kind of goes and, you know, um, a little, um, a little behind the scenes, we'll be doing a virtual dragon con panel soon, uh, talking about how we found our, our niche that we were in. And so I kind of wanted to talk about it now. I didn't want to wait and I wanted to talk about it with, uh, our chat. So my question today is how did you find your voice? or your niche two kind of different things um but whatever you feel like talking about it is your choice of um how you want to talk about it i'm Mike glad looks a little uneasy which well, is no so i was gonna say i'm glad you had like the combo there of voice or niche because i don't know that i have found my niche yet uh i don't have any idea what that would be but I do know that I found my voice, right? Uh, I know exactly what my brand is. I know exactly uh, how to play up the things that uh, I want to kind of put out into the world, right? Uh, I know how to, uh, I know how to be the puppy on the show. You know, I know how to be the puppy at the at the event. I know how to be the the hype man, right? Uh, that's just something that I. I think is underdone. Uh, and so like, I don't want that to be a niche, right? I don't want a guy who likes stuff to be a thing <laughs> that like is a rare uh, experience in the world. You know what I mean? Um, I just, I don't know. I think there's so much like, criticism and there's so much analysis <laughs> Bless you, twice and there's so much like uh other stuff right that like sometimes it's just okay to get stoked and like be stoked and like lean into that right and so uh, ever since I was young, it was a lot easier to make a joke or uh, be positive or like put out a PMA, right? A positive mental attitude. Uh, then it was to like fall into that trap for myself. Uh, and so for me, that was that was kind of like where I found my voice, right? Was watching Syphil and Ollie be generally positive, right? Like there were so few negative episodes of that show, uh, which is so ridiculous and weird. 
but like also true, right? Like, I don't know uh, that that's where I found it from though. It's like, Oh, what's the like logical extension of weird in such a cynical shitty world. It's relentless positivity. And, and to your point, you know, like, like your projects, you have, um, uh, adventure Inc, you know, which is a D and D show you have, uh, that weird Pokedex Bert, but yeah, yeah, neither of those are, is your, your niche, like, you know, right. but, but your voice carries on to the projects that you do, you know? So that makes perfect sense. Um, Swan. Now I know it's not just art, but I mean, if, if you can start there of how you got into art, um, and, and now, you know, since you've been streaming, which by the way is relatively new, a year and a half, couple years old now. It's also yeah. something you should be proud of. We're going to roll back. <laughs> um, we're going to keep that train rolling. Um, so how did you find in a, in a, as a relatively new streamer, how did you find your voice or have you found your voice? And that's another option. <laughs> if you haven't, that's okay too. Uh, uh so I think when it comes to art, part of finding my voice was finding my style. And it's something that you hear about with every artist. They talk about like, when you start to, when someone looks at your art, they're like, oh, that's Emily's art. Like, and I, they recognize it. Like, that's a really cool payoff. And I had started to get that at Comic-Cons. Like, people would recognize my art. Be like, hey, I saw someone bought one of your prints. Are you excited? I'm like, there's 10,000 people at this show. Like, how did you know? But yeah, it's exciting. So once I had kind of that and obviously it still evolves it still changes i'm still in awe of other artists who are way more talented than i am so it it is a living breathing thing but i found a comfort in a confidence at a certain level like i can make my art look like this and that's where we go from it's not starting at the base every single time and once i started to do that and move some of my way I sold things at Comic-Con, I always refer to it as being a very selfish artist. Like there are literally prints that I would make that made me laugh. There, the Venn diagram of overlap between the people who are gonna get this joke is like 10 of us, but it really made me laugh. And for that one person who came up to the table and laughed at it, I was like, that's that's vindication right there. Like you, you did the thing for me, you laughed at my one stupid joke. So I started just making art for me and that became my voice where I like being friendly. I like being personable. I also like, you know, making silly cartoony things that are kind of dirty sometimes and making like silly jokes like that kind of got to be my place. And so when it came to streaming and realizing that I could take that same energy that I had from behind the Comic-Con table and all of a sudden have that same thing with just a slightly different interaction. Like talking to people in chat feels like people coming up to my table and talking to me about my art and asking me questions. And it's, it's everything that I loved about Comic-Con in just this whole new way. And as soon as I started to figure out how to adapt and work in that world, it, it was comfortable because it's something I'd actually already been doing. Um, so yeah, it, but it all kind of builds off of, again, starting at Comic-Con, finding my style and then going from there and uh, swan <laughs> speaking of uh knowing like making art for yourself uh 
there's this show that I think you should check out every Tuesday night on twitch.tv slash SRSBIZ underscore network. Uh, it's called Ask the Pokedex Expert. Uh, <laughs> entirely a show started as a bit uh, for Anthony and I because we couldn't like we couldn't stop laughing about this stupid idea. <laughs> uh, and so anytime someone likes it, we're like, oh, you're us. Yeah. Like, that's all there is. And like, oh, it's a quirky, weird, stupid show that is also thinly veiled and sometimes not thinly veiled at all. Dick jokes uh, <laughs> sometimes for 25 minutes uh, straight. Like, it just... <laughs> Oh my God. Yes. That's exactly it. Right. Like doing the thing that you want to do that you want to see done. Uh, yeah. Even if nobody else does. Before uh, we jump the staff, I got to pull up uh, a raging lady boner's comment about for her finding her voice is rooted in truly knowing and accepting herself. Agree. 101%. You can't have authenticity without either of those things. In all sincerity, I agree 101%. It's hard to get there, and it takes a while to get there. Uh, and a lot of people aren't there. You know, it just it takes a while. I would add to it uh, one thing that helped me is just not giving a damn. <laughs> like, you know, and it's, it's kind of become a running joke, but it's, you know, kind of nice. Like, if people dislike something, I just, you know, constructive criticism is one thing. I'll take that all day, but. People I just hate and it's not for you. If Ask the Pokedex Expert isn't for you, well then you know what? I I mean be be cool, have a good life, but I can't blame them. <laughs> like that's the thing. That's the, I think that's the difference, right? Is like I don't expect it to be for anyone. And so like when WF Professor says things like Ask the Pokedex Expert is the best, first off, I'm like, no, it isn't, you fucking liar. <laughs> uh, and secondly, it's like, oh my God, I love you. Thank you so much. I never, literally never expected anyone to like this. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so it's it's like, uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, and I, I think it's funny how many times, Tony, you say that you don't give a damn because you do yes and no yes and no like <laughs> it depends it depends who and what they're saying like i don't i don't give a damn about i i sincerely don't care when it's just pure hatred like she'll sure. be ugly just to be ugly that doesn't bother me like that doesn't hurt me one bit um Oop. if it's a nope. shortcoming um or people i care about then it does bother me, you know? So, so it's you pick and choose. And I, I you know, I, it, uh, when you put yourself out there on the internet, you know, and do this type of stuff, you're going to get a lot of just blatant, ugly hatred. Uh, that's the stuff I don't care about. That sincerely doesn't phase me. Um, but yeah, personal stuff, you know, maybe, you know, come on, I'm only human. Uh, you know, <laughs> I, despite my best efforts, um still a little bit human but steph we've gotten sidetracked how did you find the steph voice uh yelling yeah, I, was <laughs> I was born with that tony yeah i was gonna say look you at, haven't seen the pictures of her as a child it's all this look at any picture of me as a baby or as a toddler or like as a child and or as an adult either i have my <laughs> mouth full of food 
which was the only way that my mom could get me to stand still long enough to take a picture or it's like in mid yell like screaming um or it's if you're on discord uh my profile picture on discord is my favorite picture of myself as a child because <laughs> i'm just a, such a troll um i I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I've found my voice. I don't know um, if I'm confident in saying that. Um, I've definitely found my niche. And that kind of ties into what we were talking about last week with, um, you know, being one in 15 or two weeks ago, whenever that was. Yeah, me and 16 other people or whatever. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. The, the alone in a crowd. Oh, yes. So uh, Shakespeare is full of people up their own butts. And I didn't want to be that. Um, when I was in undergrad, the American Shakespeare Center's touring company came and did Midsummer with like five people, like a company of five actors. And it was so silly that it was the, like, it was mile a minute, hysterical. Everything was just, you took the, um, heightened nature of the text and like chucked it out the window and i was like that's what i want to do <laughs> that more of that um and last week i did a protest too much episode recording with the director of education at the american shakespeare center so it things have kind of come full circle in that way that um i feel like i found the people that um I want to be in the same niche as and have kind of like burrowed my way in there. Um, and it was really funny because we were listening. Well, one of my favorite Shakespeare podcasts is called Not Another Shakespeare Podcast. <laughs> and we were listening to it in the car. I was listening to it with Mike um, because basically it's a scholar and her husband who knows nothing about Shakespeare. And she just goes through the plays and he makes jokes there. It's a very me and Mike relationship. Um, and so he's like, are there a lot of Shakespeare podcasts? Because the title, not another Shakespeare podcast. Seems it... to imply, right? That like <laughs> there are so many Shakespeare podcasts, like, holy crap, not another one. And like, uh, there's a, there's a Dungeons and Dragons podcast called not another D and D podcast, which makes sense. Right. Cause there are like every, every jackal I know has a D and D podcast. Everybody. <laughs> looks like me has a DD podcast <laughs> right like yeah and so in our world you know there are a bunch um but like 20 a bunch means maybe 20 <laughs> like and 25 30 maybe like, like <laughs> it can feel like your drop in the hat is insignificant but then I think when you take an outside perspective to it, like it really is a niche area of um, content. Wait, uh, I'm sorry to interrupt, Tony. I, uh, I know this is your segment, uh, but Steph, you're telling me that this person <laughs> here uh, grew up <laughs> to be uh, a performer? You this, all wonder why I have high one? standards of perfection. Look at my older sister. She's perfect. <laughs> She's perfect. This one right here? This and one. That's me. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's the best face. It's... What the hell is going on there? 
Well, so uh, Were you about it to looks bite like somebody like <laughs> there was no food being or offered pounds? to me. Tony. It looks like Steph's older sister is about to place baby Jesus or somebody or an angel mm -hmm. in the manger here. Yeah, uh, it would have Steph, been Jesus because we only saw them on Christmas. And Steph is being uh, exercised. <laughs> It's honestly, it's my yeah. favorite picture of my WF professor and Groove is Life making the same joke as me. Uh, Steph was the demon. The demon was unleashed. Like Steph hangy. Like <laughs> I was hangry. I was. I still am. I, it's been thirty whatever years. You remember? Of being hangry. I remember that day. Yeah, I was, guaranteed. I was hungry, angry. Honestly, um, but yeah. I love, oh, I was gonna say I did not know. Um, until heck very recent that there was a what i'm gonna call because i don't know the term an alternative side of shakespeare a casual side of shakespeare um i remember because a lot of people may not know we've not known each other very long maybe a what almost two, two, years. Almost two years almost two almost, years almost two and years. and that two years ago was met some weirdos at dragon con yeah you know yeah. and i wasn't sure who was who like you know, I was, I'm still confused about that whole weekend. Um, yeah. so there's just a lot I'm learning. And, and I remember you're like, oh, you're doing Shakespeare podcast. I was like, ah, that's the hell that's fucking nerd. Hell. Get out of here. <laughs> you, dork. you know? And in my head, I'm like, yo, I'll promote it. I'll share it. Whatever I can do. I'm not going to, I don't like Shakespeare. Oh my God. What is this middle school? But, um, <laughs> Okay, maybe I, I sort of let all that out. Now I've been holding on to that for about a year. Um, I'm proud of you, Tony. Yeah, but I didn't, this I, has been a big night of breakthroughs for you, Tony. <laughs> I'm proud of myself for being able to express that. Noom goes ding. Yeah, <laughs> I, acknowledge I acknowledge that I have shared something. <laughs> um, but I'm I'm literally just now learning that there's these you know again casual fun, uh, or to your, we talked early uh, a few weeks ago about female driven. Shakespeare stuff. It traditionally wasn't that. So this is all new to me, you know, to to see all this stuff. So it's uh I think pretty awesome is where I what where I was going after yeah. you get past, you know, what the fuck is this? What are they? Yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> well, um, and it was something something uh so he he was been in chat, but stealth dad. And uh, I forget when he was talking about it, but it was something where again, like I've been downloading the episodes of Protest Too Much, but I hadn't actually listened to them yet. Cause I'm like the same thing. I'm like, man, that's a lot of Shakespeare and I'm real dumb. Like, I'm not going to get it. <laughs> but he kept talking about how he was like, yeah, I don't know anything about Shakespeare and I love it. And I was like, okay, maybe I, I mean, I don't know anything about Shakespeare. Maybe I'll love it too. And, and it was the same thing. Like it was something where it's so approachable. I was like, Hey, I'm dumb and I can enjoy it. So Stop. <laughs> yay. Stop. We are not gonna on this very positive week right? of episodes. We're not gonna We're let you all call brilliant. dumb. Um, I guess that leaves me last. I um, yeah. What I'm, do you got, dummy? <laughs> <laughs> um, I when I moved back to Columbus, I moved back to go to grad school. Then when grad school was done, like I had no idea what to do with my life. Like I literally was, cause I would, I was working when I was in grad school, I was working. So I'd work during the day, go to school at night, come home, go to sleep, get out. Go, and that was my routine. And I was moving and grooving. Um, but I didn't do anything creative. I didn't do podcasts. I didn't do that. None of this. Um, and so then like I was done and I was like, Oh, 
so it's just work it's just eight That's hours it? and then i'm done like i go home like i was i was literally staring at the wall like i hadn't had any hobbies or anything you know and so i started going to a local like uh open mic that um if you guys ever make your way to columbus we'll go um but it's cool because it, it's not just a comedy open mic um it's it's whatever it's literally whatever you want to do you have the stage for five minutes um and it's a very positive environment you know there's no it's called no shame theater so it's basically there's no shame you go you do your thing from the most bizarre to stand up to improv to whatever 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 so it was an extremely great uh training ground and and i got excited and then i got obsessed and then that turned into me and my my buddy who i used to do all the stage stuff with um we started a podcast and i really wanted to do youtube but i didn't know how to do it yet so we did a podcast instead and that kind of set everything in motion and so it's just been a lot of doing that and that led to like moderating and whatnot and kind of sort of bridge together um and i just found my voice through practice you find your voice by using it a lot so. <laughs> <laughs> honestly um, i think yeah. that's fair yeah <laughs> and it was just using it a lot and kind of figuring out what i was comfortable with what i liked what i didn't like you know some stuff you just know feels right some stuff you just know feels wrong um I was determined to do stand-up. I always loved stand-up. I wanted to do stand-up. Just didn't feel right. And I wasn't good at it. It wasn't that I wasn't good at it. It was that I wasn't good at it. But also <laughs> and right. And <laughs> the passion wasn't there. It didn't feel right. And my friends that were doing it, you would see them practice and work hard and like tune their jokes. And I get bored. I can't tell the same joke twice. I'm like, ah, I'm done. Um and so you learn and you're like, okay, well now I see what I do like. And it, and so, yeah, it's just using the voice a lot. Eventually you, you find it. Uh, and that's yeah. how I guess, and to Steph's point, have we found it? You know, do we know mm -hmm. what our niche is? Do we know what our voice is? Probably not. It's probably going to forever change and grow and, and stuff. But for now, I kind of feel like, you know, I know who I am. So. Well, and I want to throw something in there quick before you uh talk about what you love tony um i i think it's really important to acknowledge um raging lady boner said it earlier but you have to you have to find it for yourself and i want to add to that that it can't be from what other people tell you you should be because i've Amen. had a lot of people tell me what i should be doing and what i should be using my voice for and um it is really easy to be like okay um, especially if you're in a kind of weird place in your life that you don't really know where your place is when someone says, this is what you should be doing and just pushes you full steam ahead, then like, it's not, you can't support that and you can't, um, that's not a lasting, uh, it's not a sustainable thing. You have to, it has to be something that comes just from you and not from what other people think you should be. Tacking onto that, you know, a lot of people, especially in comedy, <laughs> emulate somebody else. You know, you find who you like, mm -hmm. and you know, yep. you know, I want to be them. I love them. I want to be them. Um, yep. And it's a good place to start. But again, to Steph's point, it it's not sustainable. You'll get bored or burnt out or disinterested. Uh, and really, unless you're doing your own thing, like Pokedex, Bert, you're gonna get bored. You got to do your thing. And if you if you like your thing, you know, you don't spoilers, y'all. 
you get bored fucking doing Pokedex for two, uh, even though you love it. Uh, there's a reason we do a two month break. Uh, a little inside baseball. Anthony and I got about eight weeks in us at a time. <laughs> Uh, usually around week five or six, we're like, fuck, how many more weeks of this do we have? We were talking about it literally last night after the stream. Uh, well, I mean, I guess technically, right? Like eight weeks would be, uh, you know, the 22nd, but there is still another Tuesday if we wanted to do another one. And, and they both, both at us, the same time we're just like, no, nope, that's not necessary. We don't need to do that. Like <laughs> it just also start... with that, like we we're doing a lot of this for free. Like we don't we don't make money on it. So again, yeah. if you are just emulating somebody and not getting paid, like I do think you burn out with that. And obviously we keep doing all of it for the 16 other people who like it, but also because <laughs> it's important. Like finding the niche in there and being happy in that and hearing from people like in chat shouting out stuff for this awesome podcast like hearing that is so cool and and helps because not only are you happy with the content that you're getting to make but you get to make other people happy like you're finding that place with the people and like tony said even though we've only known each other for a couple of years there were easy conversations that you guys had with me where you're just like, Hey, you want to do this? So do it. I'm like, uh, it can't oh, just oh. be that easy. Like, I don't <laughs> know how to do that. They're like, Oh yeah, you just do this. Now go. I hey, like, I noticed uh, you've talked about this thing a lot. <laughs> Have you considered doing that thing? Go do the thing. Doodle crew like, hype. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like, I don't want to say you, gave permission to do it but it was something like you just you'd open the door and said it's really just this easy just go and that was it and yeah. that was like the exact push that helped for what my brain needed for what i needed to do this like just be like yeah okay you can do it I'm like okay hell the yeah same advice i give it every panel every <laughs> just do it you know it's cheap it's literally cheap it's easy there's a low barrier of entry just do it and if you don't love it no one cares you know, you try <laughs> right. it. And yeah. Life if, goes it on. if you try it and you don't like it, uh, you know what happened? You crossed it off the list of things, right? Like yeah. yep. Tony, like stand-ups fucking hard. Uh, I have no desire in like even an iota of my like smallest what's smaller than like a an electron like that's how little desire i have to do stand-up and making people laugh is my favorite thing in the entire world like my number one favorite thing is watching someone else laugh because of something that like either happened to me or like i did or like or i don't care if it's you. laughing at me i honestly don't care at all right like zero care if there's laughter in my presence uh and like i was tangentially if I'm friends with the guy making the jokes, that's enough for me, right? <laughs> Zero interest in stand-up. It's so <laughs> fucking difficult. Zero there, interest. There's a science. We'll definitely chat about it another episode. There, there's a for lot sure. to it. Yeah. Um, but man, what a great, what a great uh, conversation today. I always look forward to this. Yeah. It's super fun. Thank you all in chat. I sincerely yes. love doing this. It's a lot of fun. And there's things... 
that I think we all need to hear that we don't tell ourselves that we got to hear from other people. So it's perfect. So thank you for showing yes. up. Something else I love is, well, doing this, funny enough. <laughs> um, this exact, this exact conversation this. that we're going to repeat. <laughs> Hope everyone <laughs> keeps their script. Uh, so check out uh, DC Digital Media on Twitch. That's Dragon Con's Digital Media Twitch channel at twitch.tv slash DC Digital Media. Uh, eventually, we will do a very similar panel, but there's a ton of other stuff on there. There's a lot of mic. Like, I was going through it, <laughs> and I was like, um, You're going to be like that, Tony? You're going to be like that? <laughs> I'll tell you why that's funny, because we talked behind the scenes like, yo, if no one else is doing it, do it. We basically had this conversation like, yo, if, if the opportunity is there, take it and do it. But it's not going to stop me from giving them a hard time. Um, but there's a lot of actually really cool discussions with not just Mike, but with other content creators. And he's talking to them about their stuff. Um, so it's all out there. Check it out and keep an eye out for our upcoming panel and um, all sorts of stuff, most likely during Dragon Con. So with that, I say, hey, thank you all again. Super fun week and kick it, Dano. Thanks so much for listening, Trash Pandas. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the show on your platform of choice. And join the conversation with us on twitch.tv slash inadd pod at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central, every Wednesday night.